1: Alright, welcome back to the Dr. Light Show. My name is Josh. Hope everybody is doing well out there. Here with uh, Jim Price. Uh, Jim, how are you
2: doing? Hey, there? Doing good, buddy. Uh, happy indictment day. Or what are we calling well, it So today?
1: today's happy arraignment day. Happy
2: arraignment Oh arraignment, right, arraignment. We already did the indictment. Yeah, we, we oh, already I just did, get so this is
1: indictment month, remember? We, we celebrate well oh, indictment month. day was yesterday, oh. the other day. So that I'd was still uh, have a, my a uh, national uh... holiday, indictment day. Today's um, arraignment day.
2: Hmm. We got Flag Day today too, as well, don't we? Isn't it a Flag Day? Today? Oh, it is
1: June 13th. Look at that.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's a real that's a real Juneteenth day we should be celebrating. Is Flag Day, not whatever we're all imagining some victimhood stuff. I, you guys, we're not victims. Why is America? Def- why are we defaulting back to victimhood? Okay, what? When, when did America? In the annals of history, when did we walk around going, well, you guys give us some handouts, you know, we'll be a great country. When did we ever do that? We told the only world power of the time, go stick it, we've got this, we're going to do it on our own. And now we're running around going, hey, sir, may I have another? I mean, what do we? No, anyway, sorry. We don't. Victimhood, victimhood doesn't pay. It destroys populations. It destroys societies. And we got to stop this victimhood stuff. Anyway, uh, Victim- on with victimhood. the victimhood.
1: Yeah. What? Yeah. I mean, you know, well, listen,
2: listen. Check boxes. You
1: know, the, the radical, the radical left, the radical yeah. left, and the radical right. Right? I, right. I don't think that they're they're claiming to be victims. What, what they're uh-huh. claiming to be is heroes. Oh. Think about
2: right. it.
1: Right. They don't want to be the victim. I mean, don't get me wrong. The hero always turns to, like, why are you attacking me? I mean, I just. Yeah, like, this is yeah. violence. Like, they uh-huh. get, I get that, right? But yet they prompt themselves up in the sense of their moral and ethical values, in the sense of their attributes, of how they contribute, their information, that they are the hero. I'm here to save you. You are doing this wrong. (laughs) Children deserve to be fed this level of information. I mean, you know, well, let's talk about that for a minute.
2: Okay. Let's do it. Let's
1: talk about that for a minute. You know, children these days... Mm -hmm. are highly susceptible. They're susceptible to influence of their peers, of their authorities around them, their parents. I listened to a a three-minute dialogue of a California female congresswoman yesterday talking about a new bill that California is trying to pass. This bill would allow children as young as seven years of age to make the conscious decision to undergo chemical castration for sex change.
2: A seven-year-old.
1: Seven-year-old. This woman said, this woman said, she goes, we've done this with our child already, and that if a child can consciously come forth and articulate that they are not the sex that they consider themselves to be, then who are we to stand in their way? We should allow them that privilege, that authority, without the parents stepping in. Now, now, Jim, right? I said, you know, while we're at it, I mean, while we're at it, okay. you know, we go, you go into the Seven Eleven with a seven-year-old, <laughs> and they go, right. "Hey, I want to start smoking. Give me a pack of those Marble Reds over there."
0: Yeah, like, box, well, please.
1: Well, do yeah. you, you understand that if you start smoking now, you're going to have some serious health effects? down in the future you might regret my this, body down, my choice down your well no 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 i've made the decision i thought about this for a very long time I, I want to start smoking
2: all seven years of my life i've been thinking about this. i've been thinking about
1: this <laughs> well while we're at it give me a pack of that bud light well well oh, hold yeah. on can, can a seven-year-old walk into the store and buy cigarettes and alcohol
2: hmm. no
1: well no well maybe we no, should change the 21 so a seven-year-old can because, I mean, this is the same type of logic. If this seven-year-old can make this informed decision that, hey, I'm old enough to make decisions for myself. I can smoke cigarettes and I can drink alcohol. You know, then, right. I mean, what are we well, – why are we stopping with, with sex changes? But here's the thing. Yeah. Is you don't see California pushing that. And, and I think that someone needs to <laughs> – Maybe, maybe we should – but someone needs right. to send that to California and be like, well, listen, why are we stopping at sex changes? Let's, let's get these kids some drugs and alcohol and tobacco. Um, let, let's reduce the, the, the age limit. on hey, You know, how about this? For hypocrisy. Right. At the same time that they're lowering the age limit for childhood consent in the sense of what is an adult, they're raising the age of when that child can purchase a firearm to 21 years of age. Hey, you—you yeah. can—you can chemically castrate yourself and change your sex. And when you're a teenager, we'll even give you the sex change. But oh no, we don't trust you with a pistol or a firearm. You might shoot yourself.
2: Or a lighter. You have to be—you have to be 21 to have a lighter to buy a lighter. You have to show ID to buy a lighter. You have to show an ID to sh- uh for at 18 to be able to buy a Sharpie or a can of spray paint. I mean, this that we're. I mean, yet yeah, we're. This is this is reality, guys. Seriously, if you were to you send your child into an Ace Hardware and have them buy a lighter or a can of spray paint or a sharpie, and watch—they're supposed to ID them. That was under that ominous bill that Nancy Pelosi put in uh, right there during COVID. That they changed right before COVID 2019. She changed all that. All those laws went to effect. I even got carded one time for buying sharpies at a, a a Staples, and I'm like, what? What is? Well, it's a new law. We have to card you. I'm like, all right, bro. Let's do this. Like, what are we doing? But that's that's the length we'll go to. We're going to go ahead and do that. But yet, we don't. I mean, you can cut their thing off or whatever. I, I don't get that. That is n- absolutely nuts. It's counter. It's counter to. Here's the thing. They're normalizing sex with kids. Let's just go ah, past all this. There let's, it is. There you go. I mean, cause, we're I mean, just going to jump to the end.
1: Let's just give them driver's permits and driver's licenses. They can drive themselves to school. It's
2: not about that. It's they about access to children. They can
1: go get jobs. You know, Let's just throw them into the workplace, into the factories, and let's step back into history because that's what we would be doing here. And see, right. you know what? This was interesting yesterday. I don't know if people caught this. I posted this on my Twitter feed, <clears throat> and it was something that I had missed, and I think a lot of other people had missed as well. But this was a video of Kálmán Um He's the form, he's a former uh, Hungarian politician. He's the mm-hmm. former president of the Club of Rome in Europe. And so, if you don't know the Club of Rome, that's another one of these uh, secret society think tanks, along with the Trilateral Commission, the uh, Council of Foreign Relations, and the Club of Rome is no joke. These are these are the global elitists. Well. Apparently, he did an interview during the pandemic, and he came right. out and he described how <clears throat> there is a global oligarchy controlling this world, right? And that they've been implementing a, a process for the longest time to convert the world into globalism. And right. they Hillary Clinton <clears throat> excuse me, Hillary Clinton was that last straw. they were supposed to get Hillary Clinton in. We call this right. a 16-year plan. He describes it. That you get, you yeah. get famine, uh, war on food and water, and uh, Trump surprised them. That they weren't expecting Oops. Trump to come into this. And so that Trump guy. bought us these four years. And he said since Trump, um, their plan has been basically destabilized. That they're, they're, they don't have much longer left because they're not doing too well. Right. and that the world's turning on them. And then he goes on to Oops. say that these this global oligarchy is controlled by families, and these families are long connected to pedophilia. And he goes, do you think it's a surprise that 8 million children go missing each year? That That's the population of a small country. 8 million yeah. children go missing each year. And, and so th- this man really laid it out, and it's interesting because... what he says is now they've delayed their plans to 2025. So basically they're setting the stage right now for 2025 because they had everything ready back then, but now they're, you know, they got interrupted by Donald Trump and the BRICS nation's rising up and now they're resetting this plan. And so you can expect some type of global pandemic. These people are not going to go out easy. They're not going to take, you know, hundreds of years of, planning and development and just say, oh, well, it looks like we lost. The people woke up. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> the, the, they're going to be coming back in, in full strength yeah. and, and putting some things out there until humanity actually wakes up. And this is what he says. He says humanity it, it needs to wake up, and we just need to say no. We need to stand up, put our foot down, and say no to these people. And this is mm-hmm. what we're seeing with Target and what we're seeing with um, Bud Light Disney, what we're seeing with these politicians, with with local school boards. You know, I I heard some great news. Um, There was a out-of-the-closet socialist. I mean, this woman is is commie as they come. Young girl, like 24, who uh, was on the um, city council in the city of Denver. Okay. And when she got elected, I remember this, this was a few years ago, I mean, she was bad. I mean, you know, free drugs for everybody, bring all the homeless in, and we'll raise taxes in the city, and, uh, you know, banning guns everywhere. She just lost re-election in blue liberal Denver. That's, Uh That's progress, people. That's progress. That's progress. We'll be right back with more Dark Delight Show right after this.
2: Dark Delight on the WYSL stations.
1: Alright. Do look like a celebrating woman. arraignment day back here with the Dark and Light Show. I still
2: got my nuclear war decorations I gotta put up. I can't
1: <laughs> I can't I, get I I still got my last indictment and arraignment day celebration decorations. Are we doing train
2: derailment week again? Are we not oh doing my that? Oh god. I mean, what happened? What happened to East Palestine? Day
1: what? Again <laughs> it's Just man, what happened yeah, what happened? I, I gotta call my contacts on that one. You know, it, yeah. today is flag day. Or I think t- yes, today is. is Flag Day, or tomorrow is Flag Day. Let me see. Flag Wait. Day
2: is it Let, tomorrow? Today's Flag Day. Today, oh, it's tomorrow. It's tomorrow. Tomorrow. It's tomorrow Sorry, 14. I was early.
1: Well, okay, so. we're gonna we're gonna talk about it tomorrow. But you know, the United States flag, sir. Do you remember talking about in school when they're like, okay, the the United States flag? We have thirteen alternating red and white stripes. We represent the thirteen colonies, right? Uh huh. You remember this?
2: Oh yeah, did did not you know
1: either. that uh, they they don't really represent the thirteen British colonies?
2: Yeah, yeah, I know that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> because if they, they did, then why does the Union Jack and why does the East India Company flag all have thirteen alternating red and white stripes? because of the families, sir.
2: I'm sorry. Go ahead. You tell us. <laughs> well,
1: it's not necessarily because of the families. Right. It it, it has a lot to do with kind of the history of the knights templar the secret societies and where these people derived their power from Mm -hmm. right but the u.s flag was actually modeled after the east india company so many people don't know this the east india company was it was probably the most massive corporation on the planet during the time of the the founding of the united states of america and they Mm -hmm. were a british company that hated hated The crown hated King George. Right. And they would go to India. They would get tea and spices. They would get heroin and and slaves and children, and they would ship them around the world. That's what they did. That was their business. Right. And uh, what happened is, is when the colonists began to rise up, they needed funding. And so there's a a gentleman that acted as a liaison between the East India Company. And the colonist, his name was the Duke of Hamilton. Right. Doesn't that name, like, ring a bell? Duke of Hamilton? Duke of Hamilton.
2: Hamilton, hmm. Hamilton, 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 Hamilton. 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 His nephew oh.
1: was a gentleman by the name of Alexander Hamilton.
2: Oh, Alexander. House, yeah. Who
1: oh. ended up becoming president.
2: Oh, that guy? Huh. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so they ended up fronting about $10 million back then. Right. To basically begin funding the government and, and all of this and rise up against the crown. And so it was East India Company that had a, a special interest, if you want to call it that, into the formation of a new country.
2: Is this the birth of, the of lobbying? Is this a lobbyist move right here?
1: Well, it is, kind of. But they're the ones that got the French involved and the French to help because the French were really big on the imports of the East India Company, especially with all the tea. They love the tea and the little boys. But this is a part of the history that many people don't know and understand. Luckily for us, the founding fathers took advantage of this and were able to mold and craft the United States Constitution before 1792 – and really get that in, you know. You say 1776, and people are like, yeah, the Constitution. You know, the Constitution didn't come around until 1792. We were under right. the Articles of Confederation up until then. You know, we had the Declaration of Independence, where that was 1776.
2: Well, and again, that's it's like I always have remind everybody: listen, this Constitution had just been written under duress. These guys understood what it had been to battle against an ideology and battle and then have that victory and they knew to write that in the papers of the constitution to say listen this is all about limiting the government of all the things that they wrote in the declaration of independence was saying these are the things that we think you've done wrong And if you go back and you you reread those and you kind of look at the constitution there's a real parallel there of the things that they were grieving you know the grievances they had against the king and then they're over here like hey by the way, anything we have as an authority over us is limited by mm, all, all these things right here, boom, right here. And there's too many to enumerate. There's too many to put down on this piece of paper. And they they don't have to be listed because you're smart enough to know. Or are we smart enough to know?
1: The end of democracy, Jim, and the defeat nah. of the American Revolution will occur when government fa- falls into the hands of lending institutions and moneyed in corporations.
2: Federal Reserve.
1: And can the liberties of a nation be thought secure when we have removed their only firm basis, a conviction in the minds of the people that these liberties are of a gift of God, that they are not to be violated, but with his wrath. No free man shall ever be debarred the use of arms, the strongest reason for the people to retain and keep. The right and bear arms is as a last resort to protect themselves against tyranny in mm-hmm. government. To penetrate and dissipate these clouds of darkness, the general mind must strengthen by education. A republic is the only form of government which is eternally at open and secret war with the rights of mankind. To restore harmony, to render us again one people acting as one nation, should be the object of every man who is really a patriot Thomas how Jefferson.
2: timely that is right now
1: yeah Thomas really is. Jefferson you know it, 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 Thomas Jefferson died in 1826 you want to know something interesting about that
2: didn't uh who was it uh was it Benjamin Franklin died the same day
1: no well, no no well you know you know what's interesting about Thomas Jefferson's death oh what's up? you know what day it was
2: Friday the our July 4th wasn't it
1: yeah, it's July 4th. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I want to hang on yeah. one more day, sir. <laughs> Just one more day.
2: Yeah. No, I mean, people have intent. And I don't know if people realize it. you know, we think that that's odd that someone may or may not have the ability to say, you know, I'm not going to die until this day. But I think I think we miss the power of how, how great we really are, that you can create your own ending. You can create how you die. You say, well, I'm going to have a brain tumor. You say that every day. <laughs> be careful. <laughs> and you're gonna end up with something that's not gonna be uh not be what you wanted to be in your brain. We we have uh, those intents, but yeah, if he, he wanted to hang on to the fourth of July because he wanted to make that his day, that he wanted to get to that certain point, well congratulations to him. I think it's great. But we can't do that. I mean, I think it's a great power that humans miss out on
1: uh, this you know, was breaking news. A suspicious device has been found outside the Miami courthouse where Trump is set to be arraigned later today, according to the authorities. Is it the
2: Constitution?
1: Yep, Homeland oh, Security has declared the area is no longer safe.
2: I was just asking if it was the Constitution laying there on the floor, maybe someone <laughs> well, dropped the isn't Constitution. This what I said the other day, "Oh crap! What is that? <laughs>
1: Get isn't it out of here!" What I said the other day, Jim. I said oh, that they're yeah. gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna try to do it. I think that they're gonna mm-hmm. actually try to go after him.
2: Hmm. You think they want to do it in Miami? You want my? Uh, this is what they're gonna do. They're gonna do the. The uh, the grassy knoll here. So we're gonna pull out the, the magic button, the magic bullet. Didn't did the driver kill Kennedy? Didn't they show that in the video that Kennedy, uh, the the driver that was driving the limousine, turn on shoot Kennedy? So Isn't that what they've there, said? So, there's show? a
1: great um, there's a great documentary video out there called mm-hmm. A Rich Man's Trick. It's like three and a half hours long. And it goes through the whole Kennedy assassination. I mean, the whole thing. This guy puts it together. Right. I think that there was 13 shooters in total. Okay? Oh, yeah. Yeah. 13 shooters. And the one that was the death blow is so if you're watching the street when Kennedy's going down, Mm
2: -hmm. there's
1: a grate on the side of the road to uh, the sewers. Right. Right. And there's a man inside there with a rifle who shoots upward towards Kennedy as the mortgade comes by. That's why you get up back and to, and to the, the left. left, back into yeah, back and to the, the left. left, yeah, back up and back <laughs> yeah. into the left. And right. apparently, and this has been um, kind of inadvertently confirmed by a few people, mm-hmm. that that man was Woody Harrelson's fa- father.
2: Oh yeah. Okay, did you know that uh, Jack Ruby actually visited uh, Oswald in jail? Did yeah. you hear about that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Jack Ruby visited him in jail, and then he ends up being the one who shoots him in the perp walk? I mean, come
1: Well, well if you watch the video of, of, of him, you can see him looking to the right-hand corner of mm-hmm. the press room. And he sees Jack right. Ruby walk in, and he knows it. He puts his head down. He, under, he knows what's about to happen. Um, oh,
2: he knows his execution's coming. Yeah, well, Charles, did he die? Charles
1: Harrelson. Charles Harrelson is the, right. uh, the man there. So Charles Harrelson is a, uh, Woody Harrelson's father. Remember Woody Harrelson from Cheers? Oh,
2: yeah. His testimony on that, or his interview on that, was creepy, yeah. man.
1: And, he, and apparently he came forth on his deathbed that he was the one that shot Kennedy's um, death blow. And he told people how he did it, um, that there was 13 of them all stationed uh, all around the Grassy Knoll, that whole area. And that mm-hmm. they're so basically they had one shot to do this and to do it right. They wanted the single bullet theory and they knew they could cover it up if they all timed the sequence correctly of when they would be able to fire. And so, so this is that
2: synchronizing your watches at the same time. Right. And we have don't. Right? But, but no, it was basically
1: have... only if you have a shot should you take the shot. Uh, and I don't know what happened with Oswald, per se, but there's no way from the book of uh, Depository that Oswald could have made that shot.
2: No. No
1: but no. he became the fall guy out of all. He, well, here's the thing about Oswald is I don't think Oswald was innocent in any way shape or form. I think oh, that no, no, Oswald no. was one of the in the op. Yeah, he was well so dude, this connection Oh, we'll, we'll be right back with more dark to light show. this. Right people need to check right. this out. Call you up in the middle of the night like a firefly
2: Dark to Light on the WYSL stations.
1: All right. Back to the Dark to Light show. And I was getting into some very special information here. Right. So when it pertains to the JFK assassination, there's a whole long history of what happens before this. That includes um, things that brought about the Bay of Pigs incident, which almost had a nuclear disaster, uh, mm-hmm. uh, a nuclear war started. But one of them is Daddy Bush's connections to the whole JFK assassination. Right <clears throat> now, there's some pretty outrageous claims out there, and some of these claims have been confirmed. I think it was either I think it was Peter Jennings in the 1989 presidential um, debates and elections <clears throat> that ran a story on then Vice President Bush um, how they had. Uh, teenage prostitutes coming into the White House in the middle of the night and it was shown on the log books like wow. this th- yeah oh yeah not only that is he showed a connection and this was I believe it was Peter Jennings back in the 1990s, it was one of the investigative reporters
0: right. that
1: had gotten a um, a document from the Dallas police of the man who filed <clears throat> the complaint or the uh, the witness testimony of seeing Lee Harvey Oswald coming out of the book depository. Wow. And this man went to the police station, and he filed a complaint with giving near-accurate details of what Lee Harvey Oswald looked like. (laughs) Right. And um, he signed his name at the bottom. And this is the actual complaint that the police used. Um, Well, phone call complaint, right? That the, the police used to go get Lee Harvey Oswald. That guy was George Herbert Walker Bush.
2: Yep. Do you guys know the connection? You know the connection between him and uh, Obama's grandfather, right?
1: Who is his... No, no, go ahead.
2: Oh, yeah. So uh, Obama's grandfather lived in El Dorado, Kansas, where Obama actually spent quite a few years when he was younger. I say quite a few. I don't have the exact uh, amount, but uh, we do know that... Uh, Trump's. I'm sorry, that uh, Barry's grandfather is actually second cousins to Daddy Bush, and that's when they would go down to um, down to Crawford, Texas, and make visits. And that's where the secret handshake between uh, Bush Jr. and Michael Obama. When you always see him do that little hand gesture thing, where like they're giving each other something, that's mm-hmm. tying back to the candy exchange that uh, Bush Jr. and Barry would have because. Barry's grandfather was strict. Like He was like, no candy, no TV, no nothing. And uh, so uh, uh, Bush Jr. would sneak him candy, and that was this little secret handshake that they do between each other. There's videos of it out there. Well, how you can catch how where – Stanley
1: yeah. Durham, who you're talking about, has right. distant cousins and includes six U.S. presidents, James Madison, Harry Oops. Truman, Lyndon Johnson, Jimmy Carter, and George Herbert Walker Bush and George mm. Bush, plus Barack Obama, his grandson.
2: It's more right than we want it to be, isn't it?
1: He is related to former Vice President Dick Cheney and eight cousin once removed. <laughs> uh, that's, that's fairly unbelievable. Guys, if you guys think it's
2: all happenstance, you think it's all just a dink, you're not paying attention, man. It, it, it's right there in front of us. Well, Go ahead, keep, keep going. It in
1: the family, Jim, keep yeah. it in the family,
2: yeah, old Barry, Uncle so, so Barry was has.
1: Stanley Durham. Then was he uh, CIA or something? CIA?
2: He was he was he was under ci he was under Daddy Bush in the CIA. He was one of his operatives, and he reported only to Daddy Bush. And now, so have that you ever was his. Of
1: the H R G group,
2: mm-mm, mm-mm. the Harbinger be... Group, or the Zapata oh, Corporation?
1: Yeah. right? Yeah. So this was a holding company based out of Rochester, New York. Kind of interesting. Um, uh-huh. That originated as an oil company, starting by a group including future U.S. President George Herbert Walker Bush. Um, Avril Harriman, and it operated in Cuba, in and around Cuba in the 1950s. Um, and this was one... Uh, so basically what they used this group for was basically to produce the communist revolution in Cuba. Um, two, to steal the minerals and the resources from those people in the Caribbean. Three to smuggle drugs including cocaine and other types of drugs into the United States of America, and four mm-hmm. to basically create global turmoil. This is when the CIA CIA first got involved within the drug trades and this occurred through the Zapata Corporation ran by Daddy Bush who I have a CIA memo right here from 1963 that show or that shows from 1986 that shows that, Bush worked for the Central Intelligence Agency as far back as 1963, a decade from becoming its director. Um, although we know that this could potentially even go back further uh, to 60 and 61. Uh, so Bush yep. started working for the agency in 60 or 61, using his oil business as a cover for clandestine activities. And that comes directly from Joseph McBride. You know... Um, It's quite interesting because the clandestine activities were the integration of um, the drug trade with the Zapata organization and the Central Intelligence Agency. And so one of the things that's believed is that Kennedy got wind of this, that he understood that the Bay of Pigs, which almost took us to nuclear war, was because of this... You know, this Ill- illegal intelligence operation that was running. And, you know, they tried to under. So basically, one way to look at it is that Bay of Pigs was a coup on Kennedy, the original coup right. on Kennedy. And he found out what was actually going on. The CIA involved in the drug trade, um, the Central Intelligence Agency, Andrew Dulles involved in this, and he wanted to shut them down. And this is why they took him out.
2: Wow. Wow. Well, and it's the thing is guys, now that we've actually looked at all the things that we know now that we're experiencing in real time from the government chemical that you know they spent trillions of dollars trying to get you guys to put in your body, you think that they're that's too far for them to kill a president after you've seen what they did with the government chemical thing, right? The whole COVID-19 that if you if you're willing to see what they can do to the world to shut it down, you don't think they're going to kill some dude called president? It doesn't matter to them. If they're in the way, they have to be moved on, and that's what they're doing. No different than we know that there's been dozens of attempts on on uh, Trump's life. We know that there's been uh, – the Italian military tried to take him out when he was over there during the, the D-Day celebration he was going to be a part of when they couldn't take off in the helicopter during the inclement weather. I mean we know these things happen and nobody's paying attention because it didn't happen right well in reality we know that they're going after trump look what they're doing with this indictment stuff you don't think this is not hoping that some dummy some guard some sheriff some police officer accidentally pulls his gun out and does an mk ultra move i mean this is guys all these people who do these mass shootings are all on antidepressants why because they're easily manipulated with frequency this is all part of this stuff this all these things and going back to mk ultra if you guys please pay attention to this the 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 Looking Glass, the MK Ultra paperclip, all these things. The, the 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 movie Made in America with Tom Cruise flying drugs and and Sandinistas back and forth, in, smuggling in planes because our government paid him to do it. He's bringing tons of cocaine into America. Well, our government did all that. And it's all interrelated to this exact moment that we're talking about now, but also going back to our first president, back to, you know, Civil War, to World War I, two, II and three, and Kennedy's uh, assassination, 9-11. None of these, none of these do not touch. They all touch each other. They're all interrelated.
1: Everything's interrelated. We're all connected, man.
2: It's all conspiracy, bro. Go organic, because the government said it's go better. organic, I mean. man. <laughs> it's
1: all one big conspiracy, bro.
2: You know, it's it, if you do sit back and you start watching it in a lot of ways of being observational, you do realize how ridiculous it all looks. If you all really did, just stop back. Just stop. Uh, turn off. Take your phone. set it 20 feet away from you. Go in your backyard. Put your feet in the grass and just sit there. Close your eyes. Stand there. Sit there. Whatever. Get your feet in the ground, and then just start thinking about the things around you and think how, how stupid most of it is and most of it's hilarious because it's so dumb that people fall for it, including me and you. I mean, I know that I've, I've, there's things that I've had to redo in my mental history. 9-11, they got me. You know, I was still kind of, a, kind of a believer right up until 2016 when I went to the museum at 9-11 in New York and I saw the cut marks on the steel. I saw the shearing torch marks, which is deck cord that was pushed through that steel. That wasn't melted, that wasn't bent, that wasn't broken. I'm an engineer. I know what the stuff looks like when it's cut in different ways and different manners. And I saw this huge, you know, three and a half foot by three and a half foot steel just cut. It's like that didn't happen with jet fuel. That doesn't work that way. And that was the moment for me that I really had to go back and re- start recalculating what I thought I understood my government was. And the sad part of it is I still believe in this girl. I believe that she's amazing, but we've got to quit lying to each other. The lying is what's gotten us here. The cheating, the, the conniving, the, oh, it's a government secret. It's, oh, government, you know, oh, it's for the you know security classifications. No, we're done. Just get out there and tell the truth. Let's just start being transparent. And by the way, the aliens that they keep talking about, are not here to kill us. Guys, if they were here to kill us, we'd already be vapor. We wouldn't even have known they would kill us because we'd already been dead. So if they have the ability to kill us, they would have done it already. So if you hear about any of this thing and they think the aliens are going to kill us all, they're not. So quit flying. That's another propaganda wing that they'd make you think that they're coming down here to destroy us like an Independence Day.
1: You know, (laughs) I I definitely agree with you on this, that they're not here to kill us and this is, obviously if people have been uh, uh, following me for some time, they know know, I'm I'm directly, I'm I'm connected with all of this, right? Mm -hmm. And that they are definitely not here to destroy us, kill us. I do think that there might be a rogue uh, operation from some type of beings that are here to take over this planet and terraform it. I I do kind of think that in some way, shape, or fashion. But I think that the majority of whatever it is coming here is not here to harm us. That they're they're right. really waiting for us to wake up. They're they're waiting for us to kinda of get to that point to where, you know, they can say, Hey, about time you guys are here. Great. Let's uh let, let let's let's go out into the galaxy and do some cool things, you know?
2: Right. <clears throat> I mean, you think about, okay, how many, Okay, so you think about rabbits in your yard. Or you think about birds and, like, oh, you see a baby bird falling in the nest. You want to put it back. You want to put it back to where it's at. You don't want to kill it, right? I mean, think of them in the same way. I mean, they see us as that, you know, if they've been able to travel what we consider to be light years and they do it in a second, I think they got it a little bit. They got us. They don't just have better fuel. <laughs> so yeah. They're a little bit better than we are.
1: All right. We'll be back with more Dark the Lake show right after. promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase.
0: For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit mypillow.com.
1: The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv. That's R E D P I L L S dot TV slash Patriot. And secure your long term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900 or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you.
2: Dark to Light on the WYSL stations.
0: What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. All right.
2: Welcome back to the
1: Dark to Light Show. <laughs> I had to wait What doesn't that.
2: kill me makes me tired.
1: I had to wait for the hook oh. to come in. Oh. You know, aliens won't kill you, they make you stronger. Okay, so... Uh-huh. In the alien thing, listen. Right. Over the course of the next few weeks and oh, months, we got a caller, didn't we? Yeah, we do. Over the course of the oh, next sorry. few weeks and months, we're going to see a lot of stuff come out about the alien stuff. That's that's all I have to say. So let let's go to the caller. I think Mike. Okay. Mike.
0: Mark. Gary, Gary. Gary. Sorry. Gary. 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 Bill. I don't know John. My, my hey, mind. Jim. Sorry. Hi, Josh. <laughs> hey, something occurred to me a while ago. It was just one of those weird things that pops into your head, and it was after I had seen that the winner of the Academy Awards last year Mm -hmm. and I was making some diagrams and things trying to figure out how this country could end up from where it was to how it is now in two years right Right. so you ask yourself uh, you know what went wrong or what is the deep state control and ironically the answer to all these questions is right straight from Hollywood because the title of that movie was everything everywhere all at once and it was almost unwatchable. After I saw how it was, I said, well, let me see if I can watch it and figure out why it's the best picture. I couldn't watch it. I couldn't figure out anything that made any sense to it at all, almost like the situation we're in now. And I know you've talked about Hollywood's connection with the occult and some of the the habits of uh, Satanists and people like that Mm. that are trying to do destructive things, but they are kind of required to give you a warning first, and if they don't get any pushback, then they move ahead with their plan. Does this make uh, sound anything like, like why is the, the best picture, which is almost unwatchable, called everything, everywhere, all at once? And that answers so many of our questions. Oh,
2: wow. Absolutely. Go ahead, Jim. Take that. That's good stuff. Well, and what you're saying there is that we have... Been told what's going to happen, and because we've been so programmed to do nothing, we let it happen, and it continues on. And they're like, "Well, hey, they keep giving us permission to do it. We can keep getting worse and worse and worse." And the problem is, is we've allowed it to happen, right? We've we done have it a ourselves. winner.
0: <laughs> That's <laughs> it. We've it and ourselves. we got to wake people up somehow. I'm not sure how to do it. I've been trying for the last couple of years, and a lot of people, even with presented with all the facts, like our New York Citizens Audit. Yeah, I know everything's screwed up. They're all corrupt. I got a you know, kid in Little League. I got a job. I got to worry about that. Call me when it's fixed. But thanks for what you're right. doing. But there are wow. people waking up, believe it or not. We just need the media to get behind it. We can crack this uh, shell of silence right open and put an end to this crap. Yeah. Right now they're hiding in the, the, the local media here, the TV media. I've been sending them information on New York citizens audit to their news directors. And there's only one station that's even investigated it far enough to call our director and talk to her. The rest of them are blinded and or willfully ignorant, whatever the the answer is. I can't get it out of them and I can't get a response from anybody. So let everybody uh, call their local TV station and ask them why they're not telling us all the news, all the stories, at least a little piece of it and let them make up their own mind. What's going on? But we're being played for the biggest fool nation in the world.
1: I I agree with you. I agree. And you know what? I think it's all coming to an end. And I don't mean that in a bad thing. I I think that we are about to... the, The lion has awakened, and it's stretching its paws right now. You know, it's getting out of that cave. It's walking out, and it's going on about to rip some stuff apart. I think that's where we're at.
0: Well, oh, absolutely. I think so too. I, I, I hope so. I'm seeing some positive signs here and there, but boy, we need somebody to kickstart it, or we're going to have to get a lot worse—and uh, not a lot worse—but we're going to get worse before we get better. I'm afraid.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, what's your what's your what's your pain tolerance? How much further are you willing to go before you actually say my finger burns from that metal plate? When is I'm it? Well when is enough?
0: enough? <laughs> I'm well past mine. <laughs>
2: Yeah. All hey, well, right,
0: you guys. Uh, I'll see you on that's the 2nd of July.
2: Perfect, oh, man. It's going to be great man. to see Wait, you.
1: Yeah, and as a reminder for everyone, thanks so much, man. Appreciate the call. And so, for everybody out there, Beachcomber on July 2nd, uh, Jim Price and myself, as well as the WISL team and a few other people, will be there celebrating the 4th of July from noon to 3 p.m. I hope you guys can come out there, join us, and hang out. Come on early and stay late. While. It's going to be yeah. a great time.
2: We're only going to be there till 3, Josh? You think we well, can only do the lake I till 3? I mean,
1: we, we, might, we might be there a little bit longer. We'll, we'll, see. we'll see what we'll happens. See We're going to be there from noon. See what the I'll sun looks like,
2: like going down off the lake there. How about that? Let's see if we can pull that off.
1: Yeah, no. <laughs> you, well, it, it, you've never been to Canisius Lake. It's, uh, it's absolutely no. beautiful out there. So it's, uh, it's a great time. My my aunt lived on Canisius Lake all throughout my, uh, my teenage years. And we used to go up there every 3rd of July for the Ring of Fire which I highly recommend you check out, the Ring of Fire. And maybe you'll meet some people out there who have a lake house, and they'll invite you out there for the Ring of Fire, because that's always the best is when you know someone who lives on the lake. Mm. Um, But, yeah, it's going to be a great uh, celebration from July 2nd to July 4th in the Rochester area. I'll be out there. Jim Price will be out there. So hopefully you guys can join us on July 2nd. Uh, be a great time and we can celebrate this country, this flag, uh, uh, United States of America, its founding and our separations from oligarchical powers globally. So yeah. hoorah to that. So we have Donald Trump sure. um, you know, in, uh, in expected at 3 p.m. Eastern time. So we have a few more hours, about two more hours before that occurs. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, you know, this is going to be an interesting day, the day before his de- uh, birthday. And we have a raiment day.
2: <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> Do they really sit around and, like, clink glasses at the, clink, oh, we finally got him, Bill. Yeah, Hillary, this is the one, you bet. I'm like, what is this? <laughs> this is their victory march? I don't understand that. I think there's a, you know, I don't, my victories look different than theirs, I suppose. I just don't see it the same. But, oh, we got him. The New York one didn't work. Do you think this this one's going to work? I don't get that part. That's the part that doesn't make sense to me. But
1: Well, you know, Jim, they're trying to stop him from running for president. They, they right. do not want Donald Trump anywhere, anywhere near any of this.
2: Yeah, no, I get that that was one of the things that i was reading through the uh the president's remarks on the whitehouse.gov uh this was november and uh right there at the at the election and um this was november 9th 2022 and i was reading through the remarks of how he was stating that you know we it was all about keeping trump out of the white house no matter at, at what cost and so i was trying to go through and, and i was reading through his statements God, it's so hard to read this man's talking uh, it's, it's horrible. But I was trying to find the part where he actually referred to Trump and said, hey, you know, we got to do everything we can. Well, here they are. You know, we're, you know, from 2022 to, to now, they really are po- po- uh, proving their point that they're going to do anything they can, right?
1: Yeah, they, they will do anything and everything possible to make sure that this man does not run in 2024. And, you know, that should be a testament to Jim, that right. whatever, I mean, these people are fearing this man. And here's mm-hmm. the reason. In 2024, they must have doubt that they can take the election. Think, think about that. Yeah. Th- that they're Even so with them afraid cheating afraid this. Yes, exactly. They're so afraid that they don't think that they can take the election in 2024 if he runs. They know it. That's a massive statement. Okay, we'll be back tomorrow with more Dark to Light show. Hope everybody has a great day. Have a good one.